Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here as we are in the quantum realm here we're actually going to be speaking with my next guest who has learned about the quantum field from a cosmic love this is a cosmic love story through humanness and um parenting and it's a beautiful story we're going to all hear about as well as learn about source energy codes and how we can access access them now and use them in our life Erica Von Eaton is here with us. She's an intuitive energy healer, and her story is heartwarming and will reveal so much about humanity. Hi, Erica. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I love your platform. The energy is very clean, and I always, I always hold that really strong to my heart that we keep a clean, safe space for everyone to share and to be a part of. So thank you. Well, thank you. You're going to share your story. This is a story of your awakening and it came through parenting. And this is something that um, is not easy, but it taught you something. There was a gem that came out of it and it is, has led you to the work that you're doing here. It has awakened you into your own spirituality on your journey and it's so precious. So tell us about how you got interested in quantum healing. This was from your son who was born and that journey changed your whole life. It sure did. So my oldest son was born with Down syndrome and he's 14, so this was about 14 years ago. And one thing that he used to do is that he would come to me in my dream state. He would oftentimes not just come to me, but he would come to my husband, my little brother, my dad, and he was having us build a memory for him in the quantum field. So where he was born or this is after he was born. So one thing with Down syndrome is that they oftentimes have low muscle tone. And so it's difficult for them to move from laying to sitting, sitting to crawling, crawling to walking. Those things can be delayed because of the low muscle tone. Even speech can be delayed because we think about our tongue and our cheeks. Those are all muscles. So we would go to physical therapy and occupational therapy and all these things. And he would be struggling and we could see that he wanted to be able to do these things. And so what he would oftentimes do is come to, come to me in my dream state. And it would be such a vivid dream. It'd be full of color. It would be full of the emotions he felt while he was doing the thing that we were trying to do in the physical, he would show us in the dream state first. And so we would have this, we would wake up in the morning and we would have this vivid memory of him doing this thing and we would feel the emotions of joy and of empowerment and these beautiful emotions attached to this memory to this vision that we had and it would be soon after those experiences those dream states that would stay with us because they were so vivid that he would be able to do the thing and so what he was teaching me how to do was to 
connect him into the energy field, into the memory and the energy field, into the quantum field where that already existed. So we were bringing his vibrational level and attuning it to this memory. So if we think about every cell of our body breaking down into atoms of energy, right? Every cell breaks down into trillions of atoms of energy. And these atoms don't just stay within us, but they are collapsing in and out of the quantum field of energy. They're going in and they're coming back out and bringing the whatever their vibrational match to, they're bringing that experience back into our realm, right? Because there's a term in physics called harmonic resonance, which just means like attracts like. So whatever we are a vibrational match to, whatever we are resonating out, we pulled that experience back into our field. So what we were doing was creating this vibrational experience full of the vibrations. That's why we had the different emotions. That's why we had the vivid imagery that went with the memory of him being able to, let's say, transition from laying to sitting. And what we were doing is because we felt that so strongly, we could feel it, we could see it. We were attuned, we held the vibration for him and we attuned him to be able then to connect into that memory. So we all hold vibrations for each other. And I think that's what we're talking about. And what I mean when we talk about source energy codes. One thing that he showed me was that, um, so his soul started coming to me in meditation and that's how we, that's how he started training me how to do healing work basically. And, and one thing that he showed me was that, you know, we, our spirits all come down on this white ray of light and this white ray of light, it's a prism. That prism filters the white ray into a full spectrum of color. And each of these colors carries a different range of frequencies. These different range of frequencies just carry different information, different levels of consciousness. And so maybe our ego attaches to a certain color and our body consciousness attaches to a certain color and our spirit's another color. And most of us hold three or four different rays of light. The difference with him is that he holds, and he also has autism, um, the entire spectrum of light. And that's where spectrum came from. So it's not just that he holds the the main ray of light that we think of when we think of the different rays that we incarnate on, he holds all that and then some. So his his soul was very, very expansive. His spirit was super expansive. And so when he tried to, when we come down into the human container, and I know we're moving through information really fast, and I would encourage everyone to drink water while we talk because I am a sound healer with a lot of energy that comes through my voice. So if you yawn or or drink, need to drink some water, go ahead and do so because we're doing healing work while I'm talking. Um, so when we, when he tried to come down through the chakra system, so we come down spinning like a double helix through the chakra system, when he would hit those lower three chakras, meaning the solar plexus, the sacral and the root chakra, because of the emotional and chemical trauma that we place upon the earth plane, it has really slowed those lower three chakras down. And when you have a very expansive spirit that, you know, holds such, and I don't like to say higher or lower frequencies, it just is expansive. So it, it's either contracted or it's expansive because I don't want anybody to think of hierarchy here. We're just either expanding or we're contracting. So when a soul comes down, that's extremely expanded and it's trying to, to fit into these chakras that are moving so slowly, they bounce out or they get splintered off and they kind of reside outside of their bodies. They kind of get stuck, which is why they autism has a, such a hard time connecting with emotion because emotion is processed through those lower three chakras. So the first thing that we had to do and the Pleiadian Council of Light came forward was 
upgrade the root chakra. And um, I have that link for free on in my library on my website because I feel like that's something that everybody really needs to experience. Um, so we had to upgrade these lower three chakras to get them spinning faster, basically, so that he could come down centered and embodied and be able to understand and process emotion properly. Because one other things that happen is that the methylation of the mind has been an issue, not just for autism, but for a lot of um, people experiencing mental health, the mental health crisis on the planet. And a lot of that is due because these lower three chakras aren't working properly or they're clogged up and what the there's a pump there's a pump that goes from your the base of your spine up to your brain and it, what it does twice a day if it's working correctly that spinal fluid comes up into your brain and it releases neuro hormones in the brain that cause um, your pituitary gland to start releasing and your pineal gland to start releasing melatonin and, and bringing down the balance bringing you balance, a balance of hormones, a balance of emotions to the rest of the body. But if those lower three chakras are locked, they kind of act like rocks in your flow of your spinal fluid. So not only can we not process emotions properly, but our brain isn't able to um, produce the right kind of chemicals to be able to process emotion and information properly. And that leads us down to depression, anxiety, panic attacks and different things of that nature. So by really concentrating on those lower three chakras, and I think that has, we can see that that has been an overriding theme for the past few years of really getting rooted and grounded in the importance of that. Well, this is where that came from. And this is kind of what um, those with autism have come here to show us that we need to heal to really embody those lower three chakras and to open those up and reconnecting with the earth. So. That's kind of a long explanation. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, there's a lot there and we're gonna go and, and drill into a little bit more, reveal a little bit more from this. What a journey. Um, I have interviewed parents uh, who have a child who is autistic or labeled as autistic and they have learned so much from him. And, it and your story reminds me of that journey um, and, and they allowed, um, they're not, they weren't putting him into a box of labels or trying to fix him. Um, but see, you allowed this information about the, the chakras to come in. So it was, did you learn that the chakra, the emotions process through the chakra, is that information that he gave you, or you could just tell that you had to work on those issues with him? How did that come about? Did he... Did, did he did you listen to information that he gave you? Yeah, it was through observing him and his inability to um, to handle to handle the emotions coming in from the environment. He would when so when he was born, we had this incredibly clear connection. And because we had such a clear connection, by the time he was three, he could sight read over a hundred words. He knew colors, he knew shapes, he was beginning to count. And um when he started school, we lost everything. But my primary emotion when he started school was one of fear because I knew that she wasn't going to see and understand his brilliance in the way that I saw and knew it. And because she held such a low vibrational standard, I should say constricted vibrational standard of what he was capable of based off the diagnosis that he had, 
he became that vision of what she saw and when we lost everything. So I was headed down a space of um, feeling a lot of shame and feeling depression and things like that because we lost this connection. I didn't understand it. And it was, but it was through that process that I started meditating and the meditation opened up to his soul coming forward and sharing what needed to be healed and shifted and changed for us to be able to communicate. So um, it was through that, it was through, you know, reading about quantum physics and beginning to understand that. And um, I have a physics background. So I worked in as a cardiac sonographer for over a decade doing heart ultrasounds. And what I can see through doing heart ultrasounds is that the person's internal emotional state directly affected their heart function. So if I would start talking to someone, then about just intuitively feel into them and get them talking about something that would calm them down, um, their heart rate would become more rhythmic. It'd become more coherent. And the more coherent a heart rhythm becomes, the better quality images and the better um, outcomes we have with our images and far as the, the stats and things like that. So I would intuitively start talking to someone to calm them down so I could get better quality images for the physician to get a, a more accurate diagnosis. And I could, so I could see internally what was happening with the emotions and I could see externally with my son and I began to merge the two worlds. So when I'm talking to you, I'm gonna be talking to your left brain and your right brain at the same time because I have that science background and I, I don't see it as a sense of separation anymore. It's all meant to work together. We have so much beautiful science out there to back up spirituality now in a way that you know hasn't always been accessible. So um, it's been through all of it, really through all of it. And when we think about each energy center, each energy center, and we can call them chakras, has their own neural network. They have their own mind. There's there's neurological there's neurons, there's brain tissue basically in each one of these energy centers. And so each one of these energy centers based off of what frequencies are running through them. When energy runs through a neural network, it creates brain, brain creates consciousness. So each one of your energy centers, like your root chakra has the inferior mesenteric nerve plexus. And then we have the superior mesenteric nerve plexus. And then we have the celiac nerve plexus. And then we have the cardiac nerve plexus as we work our way up the chakras. These are each talking to the energy field all day long. And depending on what frequencies we're running in that energy center, depends on what programs we are connecting into, what memories we're connecting into the field, saying what is true or not true about us, creating our current reality. And that's why we have so many different kinds of creations all at the same time. We can feel joy and we can um, be sad at the same time. It's because we have these different emotions coming through us, connecting into these brains, running out into the energy field. We can have a really good day and a really bad day all in the same day, right? Well, why is that? That's because of the frequencies that we're running through these different energy centers. So every time we have an emotion, it releases neuropeptides in the body. And if we don't properly process the emotion from the experience, then those neuropeptides stay locked in our tissue, locked in the organs that we associate them with. Well, those hold a frequency. So memories, actual the memory from experiences 
they're not located in our body. They're located in the energy field that connects all things. And we're just connecting into those memories all day long, every day, based off of the frequencies that we're holding on to. So if we want to begin to shift and change our current reality into something that's more expansive, then we have to work with these brains, these many brains that are residing in each one of the energy centers. So we can talk about spirituality, we can talk about science, but really it's all the same thing. So, yeah. I love that, um, that yes, the quantum physics is attempting and almost close to uh, explaining spirituality. It's very, very cool. And it's more is to be revealed right there. Well, we're going, we're going to have a process with you. We're going to see what that's all about. There were a couple of things that you said, like the Pleiadian Council and the Lemurians came to you. I'm going to ask you about that. But first, let's go to when your son went to school. Um, that was a kindergarten age, around five or preschool? Preschool, yeah. Preschool. And lost everything when he started. Did you, what did you do then? I, I mean, you would want to, did you, did you feel like taking him out of school? You said you got depressed. So how did, how, how did that, how did you move through that? Right. Um, so I did want to say, take him directly out of school and um, hide him away from society forever. But something told me to keep at it. There's something to be learned from this. And um to this day, I go up to the schools. I've been invited to public schools in Texas to talk to teachers and counselors on emotional intelligence. So there was a reason why we had to experience the way that we're experiencing it. So um, as I was, you know, I had another son during this time and I had a miscarriage. And then my middle son, and I didn't tell anybody about the miscarriage because I was already feeling a lot of failure and shame because of the lost connection with my oldest son. But my middle son started talking to the little girl that I miscarried. And he was three at the time. Um, and I would be like, who are you talking to? He's like, oh, I'm just talking to my little sister. And it was like, okay, I have to, I have to figure this out. Like I can hear things, I can feel things, but I'm not seeing what they're seeing. And then my oldest son, he loved digging outside, being outside by himself. And he would just talk and talk and talk. And I knew he was talking to someone, but I didn't know who. And I, you know, so we had these little things where it was so in my face that I couldn't ignore it. And so I just sat in meditation and the meditation was for me first, just to gain some semblance of peace from all the negative mind chatter that was going through me. I was so insecure with all these um, shame and failure frequencies running through my field. And it was escalating. It was escalating. It was creating this storm in the quantum field because I was feeling this. And so it was just anything that could happen that was going to bring me even more shame and feelings of failure was going to happen. So I had to breathe and I would just started breathing. And what I noticed was that as I released and started to just gain some control over my internal emotional um, frequencies, is that the household began to shift. The kids began to calm down. And then a teacher magically came into my son's life that could see and know his brilliance in the way that it needed to be seen. 
So it started to shift and change our experience all around. Um, and if we go back to the emotions being in these lower three chakras, you know, how that information came to be is because if we really look at those lower three chakras, they're consumer energies, right? They consume to procreate. They make, you know, sexual pleasure pleasurable so that we can create lives. And it takes energy to create life, to sustain humanity here on earth. It, they process foods. These energy centers are in charge of processing foods and a lot of our major organs to keep us alive. So they make food pleasurable so that it can sustain this life and that takes energy. And so if we are consuming outside energies instead of our own, because we don't feel like we're enough or we're not properly centered and rooted into our root chakra, then what we're saying is that we trust everyone else and everyone else has more knowledge, more worthiness than us, than us trusting ourselves. And, and so that actually has been my focus for the last year is, you know, creating this nice flow for people connecting into themselves and feeding their own energy filled with their own energy, with their own source energy codes. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, so honorable hearing your story. It really is heartwarming and um, it's inspiring. It's very inspiring as well. And, and just to see the, the, the unity in your own family and the meditation that you saw immediately shift the energy in your family. And now this awareness coming in about source energy codes that's we're going to go there and maybe experience a little of that i wanted to ask you uh, the pleiadians and the lemurians can you share how they came to you to was it in meditation and what did they present did you hear of them before did you have to go look them up or what's that story it all kind of happened at the same time um Pleiadians would come in the middle of the night when I was sleeping and what they were doing was teaching me about my son, teaching, helping me understand him. And one thing that they, they showed me was that one reason that my son was getting so absorbed by other people's energies, it wasn't just because he wasn't rooted in and through a chakra system, it was because his ego was very, very weak and because his spirit was so strong and we needed to create that boundary. So what they had me do first was introduce my ego to my soul and um, begin to deprogram my ego by showing it that I trusted it, by showing it the original divine purpose. So the Pleiadians came in and they showed me, okay, this was the original purpose of the ego and that they had one too. It's just not defined by emotions because they don't experience emotions, right? So it becomes this beautiful um, part of your energy matrix that just looks at frequencies coming into your field as something that's either going to allow your God source energy codes to expand or something that's going to cause constriction by looking at the frequency of it. And one thing that kept coming to me from Mother Mary, actually, when my son was born, was that he wasn't filtering through his ego. He wasn't filtering through his ego. And that was before I even woke up. It would just come through my mind so strongly. And I was like, okay, but I, what does that mean? 
you know, is that a good thing? Is that, is that not? Like, what is this? And it was just that we were, they were getting me ready to understand the original divine purpose of the ego, the, the original divine purpose of the mind, of the body consciousness, and how all these different parts of our humanness are meant to work together for the highest and greatest good of our soul so that we can embody more of our soul and express more of those God source energy codes that we each hold out fully into the world. And instead of allowing things that are going disharmonic, so if we look at every single frequency from every word that someone speaks, every emotion that they feel, every thought that they radiate out as it's either something that is like bringing this beautiful harmonic into us Either the, the molecules of energy in that energy wave are either working together coherently or they're working against each other because it's incoherent, meaning um, shame, guilt, resentment, fear, anger. Those, those emotions create frequencies. If we look at them, if we look at them through a heart sonogram and we look at the heart function itself and the heart rhythm, when someone is feeling those, it becomes very erratic. If we look, if we do an EEG of the mind and we look at the thoughts that go that the pulses that start going to the brain, they become very erratic when we're in those states. So those erratic energies, that affects our whole human container. And so if we get our body consciousness looking at that, if we get our ego looking at that, not judging them when they come in, but having compassion, okay, this is something that's gonna bring my heart energy, gonna bring our body consciousness harmony and allow this to expand or this frequency coming into our field is going to bring, is going to cause us to constrict, right? Every strand of DNA, we know through science now that if we bring disharmonic vibrations to that DNA, negative thoughts, negative words, negative emotions, they, it literally coils up to protect itself. When DNA coils up, codes within that DNA shut down to protect itself. If we bring in, you know, positive words, positive emotions, light therapy, music therapy, that the strand of DNA begins to lengthen back out. The telomeres on the end of the DNA begin to lengthen back out. Codes within that DNA, because it's lengthening back out, can turn back on. So everything that we do, and we're going to, we'll feel those source energy codes, you know, in a minute is to bring harmony to this entire human container because we came here to experience being human. We didn't come here to experience just suddenly ascending right out of the body. We want to bring the body consciousness with us. It is from the earth, it holds energy, it holds codes in it as well. We wanna bring the mind, the mind can be a beautiful healing container. The ego can be a beautiful healing container if we allow it. So it's just looking at this entire human container differently and inviting every aspect of you to come play, to come heal, to come expand. And so source energy codes to me is that we were all created. Our souls were all created from the same source energy. And, but we were all different derivatives of the source energy. We all hold unique codes of light within us. And so we came down here to express those codes of light through this human. And we can't do that if we're allowing disharmonic frequencies to come into our field. So that's what the ego's original purpose was. It was to allow us to have an individual sovereign experience here while still living in unity consciousness. And how we live in unity consciousness is by allowing those pure source energy codes to go out into the environment and connect with other humans and activate source energy codes within them that are shut down. 
we share them. We are all pieces of the puzzle. And we, we share those codes together so that we can complete the puzzle of who and what source energy is, which is everything, right? Wow, beautifully said. Thank you for sharing that perspective. And the original divine purpose of the ego. I love how you say that because many of us tend to think, oh, get out of the head, get out of the ego. Mm -hmm. But you're saying that it all has to be part of the whole. And so what then, can you explain more the original divine purpose of the ego? It's to make us that separate entity, individuality. Yes, to give us the sovereignty. Oh, right. oh sovereignty. sovereignty. Because we're all we're all here on different levels of consciousness, right? Like not everyone's ready to wake up. So what frequencies come into your field and are gonna allow you expansion may not be for me. You know, we're all a little bit different in our journey, in our levels of consciousness, in our expansion, and there's no right or wrong. It's just what is going to allow us to expand the most? And so I asked the Pleiadians, I asked the Pleiadians to show me what their ego looked like. Archangel Michael came forward and showed me his mother Mary, they the earth. Maybe I'll introduce you to the earth's ego because it is so beautiful. Oh. But it gives us our personality. It allows us to expand our purest codes of light out in a sovereign way so that we don't go from room to room like my son did and get consumed and lose our identity and the truth of who we are and who we came here to be. It does the opposite of that. It allows us to expand while not getting consumed. Mm, okay, thank you. I love that. That feels so good. It really does. And this shows us the power of love, that love does activate the DNA, the dormant DNA. And it's even beyond love, it's source energy codes. That's what love is. And we expand with it. You have such a great way of articulating that. I love it. Thank you. Welcome. So let's go to the Lemurians who came to you. That Those are our favorite. And did you, what was that like for you and how did this turn up? Okay, so um, I'm Lemarian and I had a dog at the time that was that, and I have another dog here. Um, and we all shared this Lemarian lifetime together. My dog that passed over, she was Lemarian, but she also uh, was Pleiadian with my oldest son. So, and she was helping me guide, she was guiding my journey to holding space for me, holding frequencies to help me attune, to be able to hold frequencies for my son. So like how my energy matrix works is that um, I'm able to hold high levels of consciousness and I bring them through my human and my, my son observes how I hold that and how I work with that and how in a human way. And then he's able, and then I filter that out and he's able to understand it, see it, feel it. Um, it's kind of hard for me to explain, but I am basically what I'm doing is I unzip the information so he can absorb it because he could absorb it like his soul absorb, I mean, bring down very vast, but in order for his human container to understand and be able to hold it, it kind of needs a filter 
for him. And eventually that'll shift and change. But right now, as he's going through so many different shifts and changes, as he's going through puberty and things like that, he's needing a little, it just helps ground it into him more. So the um, Lemurians were coming forward um, often when I first woke up to help me understand how I knew the things that I knew. They were showing me how to work with my gifts because I was always super intuitive. Um, They're the first ones that brought light language through. I speak light language from a vast array of different beings, but they're the first ones that brought the light language through. And so we would sit in meditation and they would show me how to begin to unzip the light codes and, and let those radiate out for me and share those with my son to help attune his um, energy body, to help attune his physical body, to be able to hold more of him in him. Does that make sense? Yes. So beautiful. This is why I called it a cosmic love story because it's from across the universe. It is way beyond this planet and this incarnation. Wow. Okay. Such a rich uh, experience and um, so many directions we can take, but I'm sensing to feel into, we'd love to hear your light language. We'd love to have you unzip some of these source codes so we can experience what it's like and, and how you've attuned your son because you're doing that for the rest of us now too. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So let's, yeah. Okay, let's dive in. There's a lot of, <sighs> this is a very expansive group. So this is gonna be fun. All right. So just close your eyes. And the first thing we're gonna do is really get grounded. For a number of reasons, because as we it continue to expand as humans along this path of ascension, this energy has to have some place to go. And we are here to bridge heaven on earth through the physical container. And that's what ascension really is to bring a more utopic um, frequency, range of frequencies, range of consciousnesses, way of being with each other, with the earth here. We're the bridge. So allow your breath to move down into your root chakra. So just pull the breath all the way down the spine and allow that first energy center to expand. We're going to expand it out past the body. We're going to move this energy down the thighs, down the knees down the calves and the ankles, down the feet, and allow the doors on the bottoms of your feet to really open and allow your energy to run down into the earth, all the way down to the doors. All the way down, she's actually guiding us across a crystalline bridge and I've never seen this crystalline bridge before. So we're just going to allow her to show us Bridging us into her core. And there's nothing you have to do except hold the intention to allow the earth to guide us on this journey as she plugs us in. First to the Lemurians that reside in that 
otherworldly dimension within the earth. And then they're going to guide us down even deeper. Into the womb of the earth. And as we anchor and root into that, she's going to gently begin to glide energy back up. And just open and allow that energy to begin to flow up into your feet and your calves and your ankles and your knees and your thighs and your hips filling up your abdomen, up into your heart space, up into your shoulders, flowing down your arms, at your fingertips and the palms of your hands, up your neck, radiating up through your head, up through your crown, through your star chakra, and we're going to continue to move up. Allow this energy to flow up into the clouds. Going outside of the earth into the stars. And we're going to allow for all the beings of light that are here to guide you to your soul star, to your soul planet, your origin point. And so what they're going to begin to bring through is this universal love language to really open up those dormant codes that have been residing in your heart space waiting. For you to radiate them out. So just breathe as we begin to unzip. So many of you have these layers around your source energy codes, layers of protection. Because you've lived so many lifetimes where you couldn't safely express those out. So breathe and allow the breath to help begin to unwind. So you can invite, you can safely invite your ego and mind and your body consciousness in just to be a witness. Of what they came here to embody. And so they can also see where in the quantum field they are plugged into frequencies, memories, programs, codes. Where if we look at the frequency of those that they are radiating out, and compare them to those God source energy codes in your heart space. They are causing constriction.
So if they are causing constriction, it's quite possible that it's time for you to let go of those memories, for you to let go of those codes and those programs. Because they are no longer true for you. They never really have been. The only thing that's true for you is unique to you. And it's these codes of life. So just allow for us to activate your codes. So you expand those out. Not pressuring the mind to change, not pressuring the ego to change, not pressuring the body to hold more than it can. But just showing them what's possible. Showing them that it's possible for them to align with your soul. So that they too can expand and experience love in a way that they have felt very separate from for a very long time. And it's a process. It can take time. So don't chastise the mind or don't chastise the ego when it shows you in an incoherent frequency that's causing constriction tell it thank you and breathe into it and give it permission to let go It was never trained. It wasn't really even given a chance to operate in this more expansive way. So at this time, we're going to allow for the earth to bring her ego forward. Just so you can feel the love, the non-judgment, the acceptance. Just allow her to wash over you, to calm the tears, and if you're ready to release a little bit more resistance to sharing love with these different human parts, there's a lot of resistance. to trusting that the human design was on purpose.
So what if we chose love instead? What if we chose something new? What if we chose to play in this holographic field with the idea of love? That our ego could love, that our mind could love, that our body loves. How would we flow energy differently if all these working parts of us were in agreement? How much more light could we hold? How much more could we expand? What memories in the field would we connect to instead? How would you show up differently? How would you share differently? So we don't want to overwhelm. We just wanted you to taste it. Wanted you to feel it. So with your breath, begin to come back to your heart center. Allow for your spirit to root all the way down to your toes. Aligning once again through the root, through the sacral, through the solar plexus, up through the heart, the throat, the third eye, the crown, and up to your star. From the star we come and connect back down through the heart because it's through the heart in which everything flows. We're gonna ask for the ego to expand out all around you like a beautiful balloon. Just play with being a little bit different today. Play with non-judgment, play with compassion. Compassion is just kindness and action. Doesn't mean we absorb other people's emotions, thoughts, and feelings. It means we just look at the frequencies. Is this something that's in alignment with us or is this something that we need to redirect out of our field? Because it's gonna cause constriction. And that's all it is. Take a big breath in. And when you're ready, you can begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes and gently open your eyes. And begin to come back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So beautiful. So expansive and precious, precious. Feeling the ego of Gaia, Mother Earth, touching. Mm -hmm. um, it always brings like um, tears to my eyes because it's just so loving. So and, 
non-judgmental and caring and loving. And it helped me see that aspect of ego, of my ego. And boy, we've been pretty mean to our egos. (laughs) And so from this expansive state, this is the world that I see. I see everyone living this way. You're doing a tremendous job assisting humanity and assisting others to assist humanity because this work that we just did right here is so important and so powerful for our planet. And I really think that this is where the pressure cooker in the collective is leading everyone to surrender to this love, to surrender to these frequencies. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, I felt that there's a lot of BS, belief systems. (laughs) We call it BS. (laughs) That actually just have no, they, they can't hold water anymore. If this is all we do is be in a vibration of this, The world will be a better place. (laughs) Put a little love in your heart by um, Shannon Deshay. That's coming to mind right now. So really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So precious and so quick. We're able to get there. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay. I think that's the beauty of it. You know, when we bring these different, it can be that fast when we invite these different aspects because they just didn't even know that these other aspects even existed or that they could work together in this unified way, all right? They didn't even know it was possible. So when they do, it can happen very fast because they can feel the love. They can integrate the love and they wanna expand. They wanted a purpose too. Your ego wanted to know why the hell it existed. It didn't want to live in fear. Your mind doesn't want to have those thoughts, but it it didn't even know why it was having the thoughts and fear of change and the why the neural pathways of incoherencies even existed or why they existed and how they play out in the field. You know, so when we invite them all in and they start communicating in this way, and I've taught a gazillion classes on how to connect with this a million different ways because for everybody it's a little bit different because we are all different. So but it can happen very fast and it can shift very fast. Yeah. Yes. Again, once we experience that uh, of our own ego, embracing our ego, there's a comment in our chat. Many of us were taught the ego was bad. That's, that's BS, a belief system. Absolutely. Um, I like the word personality. And I think this process that you led us through And that connection with Gaia and feeling her ego allowed us to say, our egos are here for love. Our egos are here on the mission of love. And so feeling the compassion and the non-judgment, that's 5D frequencies. That's going into 5D. We're leaving the old world around. And so when we say new earth is within us, this is new earth, this. Absolutely. And so creating from here is really important. 
So beautiful, Erica. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to get our audience engaged with you. So this is a perfect time for those who have a question for Erica. We all need love. I swear it's true. Yes, Sherry. <laughs> okay, um, we're going to go to Marianne. And if you have a question or a, an issue that you would like Erica to work with you on, raise your hand. Erica uh, or Marianne, you can unmute yourself if you're ready and you can ask a question. Hi, Marianne, we hear you. You're unmuted. Hi, this is Marianne. Um, oh, what to ask? Um, for me, I feel like um, I'm going two steps forward, one step back. Like I just came back from a Sundance ceremony and felt really great. And then the next day, uh, I'm dealing with reality and um, I went to take my nephew to a hospital to um, look after his issues. And um, while there, I tripped over a cement block and, and broke my elbow. So I, I'm just um, wondering what's going on with myself. Okay, so you have some neural pathways right here in your brain and then um, right in the front of your energy field, right in front of your solar plexus, there's the BS that it can't get better and better. There's the BS that we have to learn from pain when ultimately in this new um, 5D, we can actually learn so much more from joy. We can actually experience and learn from joy, you know, up to this point in time. And so just allow for your mind to come to the table and we're going to talk to her. We're going to talk to your body consciousness. You know, we've been very programmed to believe even in the spiritual community that we have to learn from pain and from trauma and, and that's our way forward. But we get to be so much more expansive and experience so much more levels of consciousness when we can um, tune into joy and gratitude for what we have right now. And from there we create and from there we learn lessons and from there we can grow and expand. So take a big breath in. It can really get better and better. And so I just want to take your guys, I want to take everyone's minds forward. So just close your eyes. When we close our eyes, we allow for our pineal gland to turn on and begin releasing melatonin. So when there's light coming through our optic nerve that goes into our brain, it kind of shuts down the pineal gland. So if we want to do healing work, I really encourage people to close their eyes and kind of drop in so that we can really get that brain activated. Okay, so take a big breath in. I just want you to play pretend right now. For those of you who are not clairvoyant or claircognizant, you know, whatever you're, however you perceive energy, we're just playing pretend. Pretend like you can see a, a deflated balloon. But if in that balloon we place in gratitude and joy, I would just want you to watch how it expands. And it continues to expand and it expands into different dimensional fields. It's gonna expand and it's gonna expand and it's gonna expand out into the 
fifth, sixth on out, and we can expand you. I'm going to expand your mind even more. I'm just expanding your brain. I'm showing your brain it has potential to expand out into that. Uh, you're in the 12th. We're going to go to the 14th, 15th dimension and hold it there. And I'm going to hold you here while at the same time, I'm going to show you if we try to learn from pain, I want you to look at that balloon. That balloon can only expand to the dimensional field that contains that frequency. So if we visualize that balloon, it's only expanding out to the third, fourth dimension and kind of just gets stuck there. So it's really okay to begin to release the memories in the quantum field associated with pain, with hard lessons. And for you, it's a lot of sadness. What we can expand out into. So how does that feel? How does your mind feel right now? Angry. Mm -hmm. Okay. So why is it feeling angry? I can feel the sadness too. It's, um... Let it come up. Can you feel where the anger is at in your brain? It's on the left side towards the top. Can you feel that? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So we're going to show your brain how, where it's, and this is for anyone on the call, Tune into your brain where it's feeling anger at or where it's feeling sadness at. Where are those connections being made in the energy field? It's just a memory. That's all it is. It's just a memory. It's just a balloon. So we can begin to cut the cords to that balloon and just let it go. I'm just going to go in and I'm going to begin to, we have to, it takes energy to release energy, to shift energy. So think about atoms. Atoms are very sticky. They're electromagnetic. So we have to use a little bit of energy to begin to release the bonds between you and that memory in the field. And so just tell me what you're feeling now. Feel slider. Okay. And that's how you're going to begin to work with, with your mind. You were just tuning into those old memories. That's all it was. And I live a very human life. Like I don't want anybody to think that I'm just floating around all day. I have three boys and they play sports and they're choosing to still be in the public education system. Like they, they, they actually really enjoy it. So we have a very human life and, and we're tested, like I'm tested all the time when I get around these energies. So I have to remind myself not to pull into old frequencies, not to pull into old memories. And I, I trust that my body's going to show me when it triggers me. Oh, wait, I still have a neural pathway that's a vibrational frequency match to that old memory that's causing me to get triggered. Thank you. Thank you, Mike, for showing me that we can shift that and let that go. 
How's that? Um, I missed what you said. There was two belief systems. One was that learning through pain and the other one was? We can learn through joy. We can learn through gratitude. Okay. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Marianne. What a beautiful experience. And we hope that you will use this tool and reach towards that. I loved the balloon. I loved the um, expansiveness of that balloon and of the, of the joy and compassion. And I clearly saw that pain balloon as something much denser and smaller. And that is a great metaphor of these frequencies and the importance of joy and love and compassion. It really does illustrate the power of love. Yeah. Wow. Okay. If there's anyone else who has a question for Erica, this would be the time to raise your hand. We're going to go to Destiny. Destiny, hi. You can unmute. Hi, Lauren. Hi, hi Erica. Hi. Uh, this call is so on time. Ooh. Um, <laughs> today, oh, actually, right before this call, I had a really, a really good clearing, like a clearing and a healing. And I could hear myself or something say that, like, there was just all this fear. And, like, it cleared it so deeply that there was a part of me that just had all of this fear pop up. And then before I knew it, I could feel uh like fear coming up and then it kind of made my my uh field not so clear mm -hmm. so i'm thinking that's i'm wondering if you could tell me what that is i'm feeling that's probably similar to what you're what we're discussing here absolutely thank you for bringing that up so who are you without the fear so you know if we want to connect into new stories that are more expansive new balloons that are more expansive we have to rewrite our stories who am i and who do i want to become or be in this now moment if i'm not fear to direct the energy so when we can ask your fear right now we can thank your fear like i don't know that we're ever going to get fully rid of fear because it does serve a purpose so but we can ask that fear to move to the back of your energy field I use a lot of fear sometimes when I see fear in my field and I look at it and I'm like, okay, what am I not, where am I not expanding? What do I need to look at? What do I need to shift? What do I need to change so that I can expand more? What am I um, avoiding basically? So we're moving fear. We're just asking it. We're thanking it for being there. We're just going to move it around to the back of your energy field. And then your job is they're saying that your energy wants to move forward, but there's not a new story in place. So it's kind of just, it's hanging out and it's expanded, but what's your new story? If you didn't have fear, who would you be? Mm -hmm. so that's that what I really need to contemplate on. Mm -hmm. And is it yeah. has to do with like relationships or... I'm sorry, did you ask me something? Yeah, does it have to do like your fear? What's it in relationship to? Standing in my power. Mm -hmm. It has to do a lot to do with relationships. So 
Who would you be if you weren't in fear? Who would who would you be? How Maybe. would your relationships shift and change? And that's it. It's like I I have been like the one that has to do everything for felt like I had to martyr everybody else and let everybody else be the shining star and I just took care of everyone and that's I'm no longer that person I literally moved away from that and it's just me trying to figure out who I'm going to be without that because mm -hmm. I don't want to do that anymore yeah I understand that being a mom of three kids and you know I have a husband I felt that I I did that for a long time but then I realized that was on me Right. So if I did that for them, um, I was going to keep them locked and codependent. And so what my middle son did to me was actually uh, one time when I was in meditation, he kind of caught me off guard. His soul came in and he asked me to unmesh him from my field. So he showed me where it looks like we were locked together, like chain link fences. My atoms of energy were intertwined and intermeshed with his, like I was parenting you know, when he was young, he was fearless. And I just wanted to keep him alive, really. So I kind of parented out of fear a little bit. Um, and so I had to unmesh, unwind and change my story. Okay, who am I separate from, from these beings of life that are around me? And it was, okay, I'm standing in my power. I'm presenting my God source energy codes. And really for a while, that's all I could do and focus on. I'm here to just allow my light to shine more fully than it's ever sh shown before. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to share my light with the world. And, and maybe that means just you standing in a room, being a light, not saying a word, not trying to shift or change anyone or anything around you, but just standing there, allowing your light to change. And sometimes that's enough. And sometimes that's enough for your story. You're just wanting to connect more fully to the truth of who you are and allow that to shine out. And that story right there is enough. Oh, this is doing a lot to my body. Like literally the, the right side of my body is just kind of shaking, like, like shaking. And just, just the realization of that, like realizing all of my relationships with everyone and how, yeah, how, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Yeah, so just breathe and allow that to shift. So we're just so much Yeah, you're feeling you're feeling your power right now. That's all we're doing. There's so much resistance in the in the left side of my body. It's like I can't even move the left side of my body. Like I'm trying to shift the energy down it, and it's so stuck in the left side of my body that I can't I can't move it down the left side of my leg. So you just need to talk to your body, call your body consciousness forward and tell it that it's safe, that you understand the resistance that it has. You honor, you honor the resistance that it's having and that you love it and you accept it and you're going to give it time. You're going to give it time to attune to this light. Oh my goodness. And tell yourself that you trust yourself. I trust myself. Oh. 
Oh my gosh, Erica. <laughs> so, oh, there's so much resistance. I just don't even. Oh. You're going to have to just sit and breathe and talk to your body. It's just going to take just a little bit of time. We don't want to push it. If we push it and I try to push this energy through, we're just telling it that we, we're not trusting the body's desire to take this a little bit slower. Right? We want to build trust between our body and our minds and our spirit. Okay, I'm going to continue. And then you also need to ask yourself, who am I still enmeshed with? Oh. So you're still okay. holding on to some people, you're still enmeshed with them, and that's why your body is resisting it. So just ask yourself, you're going to have to get quiet, and then you can ask Archangel Michael to come forward with the sword, you can ask Metatron to come forward, Raphael, mm -hmm. uh, Divine Mother to come forward to help you begin to unmesh and really let go as you tell the story, this is for everyone as you guys tell the story, that you're here to shine your own light. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That actually helped all of us. So beautiful. Really wonderful. We've got um, a couple more questions I'm going to get to. I want to take a moment right now and have you share your membership portal because you work with people. You work with other parents. You work with all, the whole gamut of people with this healing and this, this um, method that is so pure and pristine. And it's fascinating to see you work. Tell us about your membership portal, which is your special offer. Wow, thank you. So I created this membership portal to one, create a space where everyone can be held and to continue to attune. So the energy in it is very expansive. And um, I'm all about teaching. I think you probably got a little bit of that. Uh, I'm all about self-empowerment and teaching and releasing the need to be codependent on any one thing or any one person or any one healer or or anything, you are your own healer. So in this membership portal, there's two classes every month, every Tuesday, and they're gonna be recorded. And they are, even if you can't be there live, you're being held, I'm walking you through how to work in the quantum field, how to access your own healing gifts and capabilities and, and being able to expand that light out. Every course that I've ever taught is also in that you have free access to those courses when you're in the membership portal. And so what the gift that I have for the show is one month access to basically all my bodies of work, plus a 45 minute one-to-one -one session with me and two live group calls in which we will work, be working on enmeshments and entanglements and really getting clean in our field so that in the months coming forward, we can continue to really dive into expand in a very sovereign, very independent way. So, yeah. Beautiful, thank you. Um, we are excited to go into all of your courses and to 
really work with this more because just feeling it here today is exquisite and really important and powerful and profound work and teachings. Thank you. Again, the link for this is in our chat box and you can also find a link on the description of this video and it's on this web page that you're viewing this video on as well. Thank you for that, Erica. We're excited and I'm going to invite you to New Earth One Network for Mastery Empowerment courses. We'll talk about that offline and stay tuned everyone because this is beautiful work that Erica brings on our planet. So let's, here's a question that I wanna make sure that we get to. How do we connect with the unknown potentials in the quantum field? Mm -hmm. Okay. So first of all, um, we have to be grateful for where we're at right now. Unless we can be grateful and feel gratitude for where we're at right now, we can't really reach something new because we're coming from a place of lack. So if we're reaching into the quantum field in a, from a place of lack, then think of that balloon that is pretty constricted. We're going to be connecting in with limited, more constricted potentials that are in the field. So we need to breathe. You need to breathe. You need to breathe. You need to breathe. What breath does is really begin to release different hormones to the rest of the body that tell it that it's safe. And if we breathe slow, we're telling it that we have time to breathe and that we're safe and that we're beginning to trust our environment. We're beginning to trust ourselves and that we're safe. So if we can't, if you can't get to a place of gratitude, start with the breath. We should always start with the breath anyway, but just to feel a sense of safety and from safety, we can feel gratitude for that safety. And then from there, we can begin to expand out. And when you expand out, I would invite you to not have any preconceived notions about what those new potentials are, because they could be more limited than what you could actually experience. So if we can just breathe and, and imagine that balloon growing bigger and bigger and bigger with a more gratitude that we feel and the love that we feel, then we're gonna be expanded out into those dimensions where it's limitless. So literally unprogrammed molecules of energy. So to create our physical environment, an energy wave has to come into a place of chaos to create a particle wave state. Matter is particle wave. Our experiences, a lot of them are particle waves. So if we're expanding out, into these very expansive fields of energy. They are unprogrammed waves of energy where absolutely anything is possible, right? And we're connecting with limitlessness. And if we are in a very expansive state of emotion, then what we could create, what the divine wants to create through us is limitless and it's massive. And it can be something much bigger than we ever dreamed possible for ourselves. If there is something specific you want to create, allow it to shift and change and grow the further and further out and you reach into this field of energy. Does that, does that make sense? Yes, it does. And it shows us how we are to be and how solution energy will arise and mm. how we actually limit ourselves with these ideas of us thinking that we know it but what you're saying is just to go into that field with that compassion and joy and gratitude and see what arises that's powerful and 
I see a changed world from that. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. And it can change very human things. Like when I started, I taught this class that's in the portal called Alchemizing Blocks into Gold. And basically what we were doing was utilizing parallel lives. We don't even have time to talk about that, but we were utilizing the memories from the parallel lives that anytime we say, what if, there is a part of our consciousness that goes and lives out that what if, that doesn't have the same um, traumas and dramas and experiences that this Erica has had. So if I tune into her, lots of hers that are living out these what ifs, I can feel into their expansions, their memories and see their energy feel. I can almost feel it. It's so like visceral. So, but I'm not going to limit that either. So I'm going to visualize that. I'm going to see that I'm going to tune into that. When I feel a place of gratitude for what I have right now, I can reach those. And then I can go beyond that, beyond that. When I did that the first month, I tripled my income without even trying. That wasn't what I was thinking on. I was thinking I wanted, you know, a different kind of spiritual experience. I was thinking about something else, but like these other things, these very human things are allowed to come and shift and change us when we don't put a limitation or some kind of constriction around how we think it should be on it. Yep. Beautiful. Yes. Awesome. Okay. We're all going to be working on this or playing in it, reaching for these frequencies. Thank you. Again, the membership portal is accessed, is, uh, is your way to access all of these teachings and trainings. Very good. So here's a question from Linda in our chat box. Any suggestions to expand our capacity to hold more light and higher vibration? to naturally transmute more easily within ourselves and for others. Okay. Getting grounded. We have to get grounded to be able to hoard more light because the light has to have somewhere to go. And the more grounded we are, the more we allow from earth to hold us, the more that we can be that clear conduit of infinite divine love and light and be that bridge to heaven on earth and expanding our God source energy codes out. And that's all we have to do. That's really it. That's really all we have to do. It's really as simple as that. And that transmute energy around us, it can't help but do that. If we think about the studies where they have put monks in you know, high crime areas and within a certain amount of months, the crime naturally decreases by 10% by nothing else happening except those months are there it's because they're grounded they're holding their own light and they're just radiating that out and that's it it really does shift and change and that's the importance of groundedness at one time it'd be like why do we need to ground you've helped explain it so perfectly grounding the light has to go somewhere mm -hmm. okay thank yeah. you and a question from Brigitte. Brigitte, do you give advice to parents of kids with social anxiety that's very debilitating, debilitating to the point where the kid is not functioning? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I love working with parents. So my question is, how empathic are they and how grounded are they? what energy is actually not even theirs or have anything to do with them that they're empathically taking on because they don't have filters of the egos or others within the mind to help 
process off all the information coming in from the world around them. So we have to work with their whole human container to give them the filters, to give them, I'm just gonna help them a little bit right now, give them the ability to move. Kind of feels more like a her. And I'm gonna give their soul permission, their spirit permission to not take on anyone else's energy. When we do that, we're creating, we're enabling codependence and not allowing someone to see what they're radiating out. So our job is to mirror that back to them by allowing our egos to redirect those frequencies back out of our field, back out to them without judging it, without expanding it, by creating stories around it, but just by letting it be what it is. Releasing that back out of the field. And because this child is so empathic, they've created a lot of enmeshments. So you're gonna have to go through and start unweaving and winding those enmeshments. So remember again, those chain link fences. So it's almost like zinging their energy field all the time, all day long. And that's why it gets very debilitating for that child. Thank you. That helps all of us actually, um, this concept of um, unmeshing ourselves. And as a parent as well, when my son was I know I, I, I looked at myself and saw patterns from other parenting ideas, maybe my parents, mm -hmm. and that unmeshing was really important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Cynthia. Cynthia, you are our last caller, and I see 222. The 222 codes are with us. So welcome, Cynthia. You can unmute yourself and say hello. Hello. Um, thank you for taking my call, Lauren, and thank you, Erica, for doing your work. Um, I don't know, my original question, I've had some uh, changes since that I put my hand up, but I've been riddled with um, not being able to forgive myself uh, for things that I believe. I know part of it is an illusion of this 3D world, but um, actions that I have taken or have not taken in the past. And um, I know that it is infringing upon my ability to move forward. And I know that there is a lot more love that needs to come from me to myself. So, um, I mean, it's some of it is fear. I know the last caller um, working with the fear of moving forward, but it's still holding on to things in my past um, that are... Uh, coloring my present. So I'm just kind of, I know that some of it is codependency and uh, it's just keeping me from stepping more into my uh, future. So I was wondering if you could help with that a little bit. And I'm definitely, yeah. you know it's codependency and enmeshment and all of this that you're speaking about, so. Yeah, it's pretty layered, but underneath of it is being a victim to the past experiences mm -hmm. and validating, validating to who you have been. So who are we? Just bring your mind, your ego, your body consciousness forward. 
is it so scary to let that go? Who are you if you let your light shine? If we keep ourselves stuck in a prison, then we're not doing what we came here to do. You're not, you didn't, you're uh, breaking your agreement with the divine, with pure source energy, right? You came here to share your God source energies codes with the world, with the rest of humanity. So if we keep those locked down, if we keep ourselves locked in victimhood or our past experiences, we're not allowing those to expand and to grow out into the world. So we're not keeping our agreement as source energy here on earth, are we? No, and I know that that's part of what we are bound to do because that leaves the void here. Where are we? Where are we? They're just having me ask that question. Your inner child's coming forward and she's like, she's just like um, super lost. Where are we? So I'm going to bring forward the, your star child. So we each have the star child. We have our, you know, our human child. And then we have the star child that's very galactic child, inner child that has never been programmed. You bring her forward to show your inner child what it's like, show her her gifts. And we're gonna allow your inner child's ego and mind and body consciousness to witness the star child and the expansive confidence that she has and understanding that everything that we've ever done here is just experience. I have not been the perfect mom. I've not been the perfect daughter. I've not been the perfect wife. I've not been the perfect person. It's just experiences. They've just been experiences and that's all it is. It doesn't mean I'm loved any less. It doesn't mean I love any less. There was just times when I was constricted and there's times when I'm expanded. So can you feel that star child and the expansion of your inner human child as they hold hands? And when we say, where are we? We're on earth. We're on earth connecting with the body. The body has its own consciousness. You can still be a galactic being in this human body suit. This body suit is a galactic being in and of itself. It's made up of trillions of microbacteria and parasites and viruses that came from the earth and they all have their own consciousness. You're all learning together. That's all you're doing. You're all learning together. So how does that feel? Um, a little bit energetic. I could feel a vibration in my knee, which I broke when I was 26, which um, has stopped me from doing a lot in my life, but it changed how I lived. Um, and I actually wondered what was the purpose of that um, breaking of my knee. So... <laughs> Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter anymore, does it? It was just a memory in the field. Mm -hmm. So we can let that memory go. Mm -hmm. And I think it's uh, the uh, not knowing. When I was really young, it was always an adventure of not knowing. And now as an adult, it is a fear of unknowing. 
And so all we have to know is the truth of who we are, which is unique to you. And that's all you have to know. And that's all you have to expand out. Hmm. That's all you have to know. All right. But the more you expand that out, the more it's going to direct your energies and frequencies into the desires that get placed in your heart space. We can't know what we want to experience if we don't know who we are. Right. There we go. That's shifting. So you might feel your, your high heart beginning to open a little bit more. All right. And to know who we are, we just need to connect. That's it. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Bless you. Thank you, Cynthia. Your question has helped us all understand more of who we are and feel into that from Erica. Thank you, Erica. Wow. We're all feeling who we are. It feels really powerful. Yeah. And words are not necessary when we feel this way it is a presence it is a being and again i see the world where more and more people are connected in this way are embodying these frequencies in this way and we just have a lot of clearing to do <laughs> that's my dream so yeah this has been such a gift today's call with you we are so grateful for you you've really given us some profound tools to use in our life and you have left us uplifted thank you we are buzzing i hope everyone is buzzing and i trust that those watching and listening will check out erica's special offer and consider signing up for her membership it's beautiful and you're going to learn a lot. Erica, as we say goodbye, I want to give you a moment for any final thoughts. Um, just thank you. Thank you for being present. Thank you for allowing me to share my energy with you all and to expand. There's so much love. I was to expand that, just to expand you, just to expand your truth out into the world. So thank you. Thank you. Erica Von Eaton, you are a treasure and we are so grateful for the time today. Thank you so much. Namaste. Hold on. <laughs> Here's our video. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe 
as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music, available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.